Hello and welcome to Scoppy Sessions. Woo! Cool. So tonight we are playing D&D &D Live here at Heartland Cafe's Red Line Tap up in Rogers Park. Yep. We are joined by local Chicago art makers. So let's do like a little round table introduction. Let's start at the at the headphones end of the table. Hey, I'm Nat. I'm an artist and designer here in Chicago. I have my own brand of fetish and bondage gear for queer femmes and people all over the gender spectrum. Woo! 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 Yeah! My name is Thomas Bailey. I am a tenor here in Chicago, and <clears throat> I'm just America's sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I am LaRob Payton. I am a baritone here in Chicago, also a member of the Musical Activists of Chicago here. Just, you know, doing my thing, that's all. And then, and then behind us is our intrepid leader, <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Tyler Lee. Do you want to give yourself a little bit of context? Um, I am a tenor living in Chicago. Uh, I love D&D. It's a great game. That's about everything that's relevant about it. So, <laughs> there we go. Cool. So, um, Tyler, do you want to do you want to take the lead here? Sure. Um, so, for those of you who don't know what D and D is, um, it is one of the greatest games on the planet. No, it's a it's a role playing game where um, the game master, that will be me tonight, uh, creates a world. Uh, that the player characters, which are these five lovely people at the table, will be um, playing in. And I throw kind, all kinds of stories and curves at them, monsters, they fight them, uh, and they go on quests and epic things. And it's a lot of fun. And uh, that's about... Oh, sorry, we use dice. Uh, or I, I will be using dice tonight to keep up the uh, just so there isn't a drop in uh, in pace like like I'm doing now. Uh -huh. uh, and so yeah, and so the dice simulate uh, randomness, and then we have rule books, tons and tons of rule books that um, are for you know just the laws of physics in the world and you know different abilities and things like that. Uh, so yeah, that's that's about it. That's that's it. That's all. So that's are it. we? Should we go around and, and introduce our characters? We will. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> the world has not been the same since the rise of the humorless, a cult of demon worshippers who have been inducting innocents from their homes, seemingly out of nowhere, appearing seemingly out of nowhere. These cultists have been terrorizing many a village and town. One of the largest, a town called Rosenshire, sent out word to any and all adventurers willing to fight the humorless and protect its people. We join our adventurers now on their approach to Rosenshire. You may now introduce your characters. <laughs> uh, I'll go first. So I'm Zobk. I am a gnome druid. I was raised in a swamp by hags. Um, my aesthetic is that I am, um, I am of green skin, I'm completely bald, and I am always covered in slime. Basically, I have the appearance of having like webbed fingers and feet, but it's actually just that I'm covered in slime. Cool. 
Oh. Anyone. Alright, so uh, <laughs> I, my character's name is Julie Muckduck. I'm a female dark elf assassin. I throw daggers and they usually go through people's heads. Uh, and oh. I don't have a past. Oh. Oh shit. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> Alright. My name is Grunther Gould. I'm a dwarf fighter. Um, I just wrote a little backstory about myself. You would indulge me. Grunther Gould, son of Glenn, hails hails as one of the most proficient fighters from his region. Those who know him can speak for his virtuous and headstrong, act without thinking personality. Uh, which more often than not has led to trouble. He once risked his own life saving a platypus who was trapped on a cliff next to a raging waterfall. No one ever questioned how the platypus managed to scale the cliff. Um, <laughs> Grunther was there because all innocent life is valuable. But seriously, how did the platypus make it up there? <laughs> um, whatever, Grunther saved her and his nickname in high school was Gigi. Nice. GG. <laughs> can we call you GG? You can that... call me GG. All right. Okay. And uh, I am Johannes Wolfgang Mahler the oh, third. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I am a tiefling bard of sorts. I am very magical and very sarcastic. And I don't know what I look like. You make it up. Um, but uh, I can do many things, and we'll find out what I can do yes. later. <laughs> Let's do it. My name is Gnarly Rosita Flores. Yes. I am a barbarian who was born inside of a sunflower that was pollinated by acidic bees. Yes. Um, I have super strength that comes out, and... I wield a battle axe to cut everyone down so that I will be the biggest, most green bee plow bee powered barbarian dominatrix princess. Perfect. Wonderful. So the five of you, you are part of a band called the Outriders. Uh, the five of you have been working together. Uh, you had a couple of successful missions before, uh, but you recently uh, have been, you know, just looking at signs everywhere from Rosenshire saying, please, adventurers, we need, we need help. So you've been traveling down the road. You see that the forest that you've been traveling through, it's beginning to thin. You see the approaching walls of the, uh, the, the town of Rosenshire. But an arrow whizzes by the head of uh, Johan, and uh, you see that uh, it catches a few strands of hair as it passes by and embeds itself in the wall behind you. The all-too-familiar blare of a warhorn sounds in the distance, and you see coming out of the forest a raiding party of masked humanoid figures. They have swords and weapons brandished, and a look of frenzy in their eyes. It's and my turn? Yes, it is your turn. Uh, I'm gonna... How close am I to these people? You are about 25 feet from these people. Well, if I, don't, if I know my assassin training, I'm never fucking surprised. So, <laughs> I, I was never... I knew they were coming days ago. And I'm gonna throw... <laughs> I'm gonna throw a dagger at the closest one. 
Excellent. Okay, so, uh, nice. So, whizzing, uh, reaching for your dagger, you throw it, it twirls end over end over the air and embeds itself in the shoulder of one of the, uh, the masked figures. You see, nice. he staggers down to one knee, but his friends keep rushing by. Uh, they just rush by him and uh, attempt to they keep charging at you. If this was a world where the time that we've spent in it is based on what turns there are, there are in them, like, if, uh, like are, we, are we in like a surprise round, or are we like... I'd say that you're probably in combat now. Oh, so can I can I throw an offhand dagger? Yeah, yeah. I'm want. gonna I'm gonna do that to All the right. same guy. <laughs> to the same guy. Yes. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the <laughs> yeah, so at, at, at the same guy. Yeah. All right. So yeah, the other dagger it uh, it sails through the air, and uh, sorry. <laughs> it sails through the air, end over end, and embeds itself in the eye of the uh, the guy that had just sunk to one knee. He falls oh, no. over dead. Yes. Nice. First KO. Got to get on the board. Am I right? Nice. <laughs> we don't have a board. <laughs> the Robin is your turn. We know. All right. So. There are more guys, right? There are. There are oh, four. Shit. Four more guys. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to use one of my spells. This spell is called Vicious Mockery. All right. And I'm going to call that guy an ugly person because he's wearing a mask. All right. Show his face. As a bard, you get all of your spells through music. Oh. So as you begin to play, you can choose to... Because what is your instrument again? I didn't explain. <laughs> it was a bellow, which is literally the common, I don't know, it should be called the bacello. Yeah. It's a combination of a bassoon and a cello. The most, is, the most milky sound you could think what of. Are the, what are the mechanics of the, of the bacello? It's got the frame of a cello, but the like fingerings of a bassoon. Does it have like the fartiness of a bassoon? Yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> that is all I care about. <laughs> because cool. a basu, a basello isn't a basello without sounding like da 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Exactly. All right. Awesome. So, so is it something like this? That's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> it just looks wondering. just like that. Okay. Excellent. Nice. Cool. Uh, just wondering. <laughs> uh, okay. So you can choose to either. Draw the bow across the strings of this bacello and sing your insults, yeah, or you can choose to just uh, blow into the, the bassoon part of the bacello. It is totally up to you. I think I'm gonna bow and sing. Excellent. Right. You go ahead. You go ahead. I need somebody to be my A string. Bow, you are really ugly. <laughs> I cast this spell on you. Because your face is green and stinky. <laughs> Spell cast. Wonderful. <laughs> so hearing these words laced with enchantments, you see the the guy, he drops his sword and he just starts clutching at his head and you see he just falls to his knees and he starts crying and he yeah, he, he see it seems like he's Vicious mockery. Yeah, he, he's vicious. been mocked viciously. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's been awful. Um, Maureen, it is your turn. All right. Um, 
As my bonus action, I'm going to turn into a brown bear. Specifically awesome. brown. A brown bear. Nice. Mm -hmm. um, and first, I'm going to... How far are they away from me? Um, they're still about 20 feet out. Okay, cool. So um, I'm going to run up, which is my action. Is your, your move? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay, which is like my move. Okay. I'm going to bite the closest one to me. Oh, my God. Okay. So it's 1d8 plus 4. Okay. So, nice. So you see a shimmering green miasma form around um, uh, Maureen's character. And uh, you see, out of this uh, green haze, a large brown bear just starts barreling toward these five, uh, five men. And uh, you see it takes a big bite, uh, just tears the left arm off right at the shoulder. Uh, blood is splurting out, and he's, uh, he's crying out in pain. Uh, and then, do you do you spit the arm out, or are you gonna you gonna hold on to it? Uh, I'm gonna hold on to it. All I also cool. have multi attacker, so I can bite. Or I can attack twice. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna claw it now. <laughs> All right. um, awesome. And um, it's two d six plus four damage. Okay. Awesome. So yeah, you um <laughs> you raise a mighty paw, and you this this is the same guy. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, you raise a mighty paw, and you score. You know. Five, four or five great marks into the into his, uh, his chest. You see uh, between the blood loss and the arm, and then the, and then this, he just falls down completely dead and uh, yeah collapses. You see the remaining three, uh, the remaining three men. Uh, they kind of look a little warily, or two because one is clutching his head. Yeah, uh, but they remain. They keep. They keep mind. running. Uh, they keep running. Uh, Rosita, Juanita, what is, what is your character's name? I'm sorry. Gnarly Rosita. Gnarly Rosita. <laughs> Gnarly Rosita. It is totally your turn. All right. Well, I see my comrades ripping people apart, and I also want to get in on the damage because I'm a barbarian princess dominatrix. <laughs> So, I summon all the power of the clouds and the flowers around me, and I use my battle axe to, to ram it into one of the <laughs> remaining two aggressors, right? Yes, yeah. Awesome. So yeah, that does, that does happen. You, uh, so you raise your battle axe, and with all the power of uh, wow. Everything that you just wow. mentioned, it goes cleaving <laughs> straight from shoulder to hip, just cuts him right in half. Wow. Diagonally down. <laughs> nice. uh, you rolled really well for that. Uh, that was awesome. Yeah, and so you see there's one guy left. Uh, he's looking a bit scared now. Time to stare him right in the eyes. <laughs> awesome. down. Ace in my right hand, sword in my left. I charge in an attack. Very nice. So, Jesus. All right, so yeah, you with your left hand, which one are you going for first? Mace, mace first. Mace on the right? Yes. All right, so yeah, with your right hand, you swing your mace uh, in a sideways stroke, and uh, it just catches him right in the side, and he moves a foot to the left. Oh. And then with your long sword, you 
also. Oh, okay. All right, all right. You, you also go. You also go sideways left with your longsword. All right, and then you you score an even greater hit into the same side that you just hit. Oh. And it seems to come out the other end a little bit. Nice. Uh, just a little bit. Though. Just a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Oh, that's <laughs> he, he falls down, also dead. Yes. The remaining guy, he's Who's still clutching his head. <laughs> You see, he kind of he kind of looks up and he, he's like, "Oh, what's going on?" And then he he begins to run away. Uh, I I'm I'm fast as hell. I well, it's it. I want to do it. You are wanna, we out? Are we out of combat? You are out of combat right now. Oh well, then can I surprise him and attack him? I'm, are you gonna run after him? Yeah, man. I'm gonna kill him. I want to talk to him. What do you want to say to him? I want to figure out what the hell. Why they attacked us? What do you guys want to do? <laughs> I mean, he was viciously mocked. Maybe we should be nice and try to have a conversation with him. But I'm also not opposed to a surprise attack. Can I tell the ranking of these? I'm like, I'm, I've been reading the Communal Manifesto. So I'm like really in the class structure. You've been, you've been sitting on that one all day, haven't you? <laughs> uh, they don't strike you as communists. No, is there one that seems like more in charge than the rest? Like, is there someone that seems like a, like the boss of them? It doesn't matter, they're all dead. If it's the guy that's still alive, I'm chopping his head off. He doesn't, I mean, you're not sure. All right, I guess I'll roll for this. Uh, yeah, you're not exactly sure. You can't really recognize any familiar, uh, you know, ranking hierarchy based on their clothing or how they were acting. So they're anarchists then. Okay. <laughs> All right. Worst case scenario, we kill him after I talk to him. Sure. All right. Still a brown bear? Yeah. Great. I run after him and I pounce on him to pin him. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, you definitely pin him. Yeah, cool. so you leap in the air, you've got one paw on one arm, one paw on the other arm. He's the most pinned. Right he is now. the most pinned right now. Um, Alright, does someone want to question him? Alright, you oh. are a brown bear, so you can't I, I literally, yeah, which is why I I'll walk up. Ah! <laughs> I'll walk up and ask, who sent you? Alright, so yeah, you uh, you look pretty intimidating right now. Okay, he kind of looks around and sees all of his friends are dead. And uh, he says, uh, it was, it was our, 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 our leader, he sent us, he sent us to, to just raid and abduct some more villagers. Am I drooling on his face? Yes. You should be. Do you want to? I look yeah. to, I look to Gnarly with a look that says, there's more that he can tell us. Mm. <laughs> I summon my alien bees and they start stinging him to get answers. You have alien bees? Yeah, that's how I became a barbarian. All right, you got They have LED. special acidic uh, pollen power. <laughs> All right, it's, it's counting now. Uh, <laughs> All right, so yeah, you see, um, where, where are they coming from? They're coming from my hair. Yeah. All right, so flying out of gnarly Rosita's hair, you see like seven or eight uh, weird looking bees and they kind of buzz around this guy's face mm. and uh, he's like oh please please no more I don't know anything else I just joined mm, he's lying 
He's lying. I feel like I need to join in this torture party with an etude from my Bacello that also makes him shiver in his non-truth. All right. So now he's gonna tell us exactly what we want to know. So. Walking up to this guy who's pinned under a bear and floating has up to this guy. Floating. Floating. Okay. I float. Okay. All right. Uh, so yeah, just about an inch off the ground, yep. you start just kind of menacingly floating towards him, uh, and you know he's got a few bees kind of floating around his head, and there's a bear pinning him, and wow. he's like, "Look, man, if I was if I was hiding anything, I'm definitely not." It's like you just, you killed four of my four. Of the, my fellow uh, cultists in like six seconds, and then you know. We're good, we're good guys. Okay. Yeah, I I don't know what you want to know, but I don't really know anything. What's your cult? It's the cult of the humorless, man. Oh, he totally said that, didn't he? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm a bear. <laughs> so you you hear from behind you. There's a loud huzzah, and you see fil- villagers begin to rush out of their homes and, uh, you know, they seem very excited, you know, they look at the cultists everywhere, the dead bodies everywhere, and they're like, oh, all right, but, you know, they're very excited, uh, and then there's an old man that kind of walks out, he hobbles up to you, he's got uh, the fringed yellow shawl of a, it signifies him as the village elder, and he hobbles up and he's like, thank you for saving our village from the cultists! For weeks they've attacked our village and abducted our citizens. Surely our town can repay you somehow. Yes, you can. Uh, I, I'm not a bear anymore. Can I do that? Yeah. Is there, is there a sheriff guy around? <laughs> Some kind of political authority? <laughs> uh, you... So you don't really see anyone in the crowd other than this guy that seems of any importance. Uh, it seems like it's just this guy, and everyone's kind of looking at him for direction. Uh, but yeah, that's that's about. Where's your jail? I ask. Uh, he says, "Oh well, it's it's in town. If you want, you could take that very scared man into the jail, uh, and then we can we can talk about paying you, if you'd like. I'm assuming you're here because of the signs that we put up." <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, actually, we were bombarded with cultists before we made the decision to go into town. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Let's uh, let's get this let's get this dude in prison, and then let's uh, figure out some kind of payment. Yeah. Wonderful. You head inside the village. You see that the townsfolk are all looking in awe at you guys. Uh, some are staring in horror at the blood around uh, Maureen's mouth. Uh, but you know they're all they all seem pretty pretty and pretty jazzed that you guys saved them from getting abducted uh, the village elder he takes you into a do I still uh, have an arm in my mouth do you <laughs> yeah I do all right all right yeah so you do um, and yeah so you you enter this this larger house uh, it's not really a house, it's very uh, poorly constructed, but uh, the village elder says, this is my home! 
uh, you know, he hands off the very scared cultist to a, a few rough-looking guys, and they, they haul him off. Uh, so you, yeah, you get in, and uh, he says, oh, so what, what, what can we do for you? My name is Thaddeus Thistle. I am the village elder. Uh, Gigi, you seem to be our leader. You want to maybe take the lead on this? <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Um, Hello. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. We, uh, how are you? I'm pretty decent, I'm not gonna lie. I'm like a little sore, but you know, um, you know, not bad. Not great. <laughs> but like, not bad. Which I feel is like pretty good. 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 So what what can we what how would you like us to pay How about you? just gold? Gold? Yeah, we can pay you in gold. We have plenty of gold. I actually have a proposition for you if you'd like. Uh, we can pay you each a hundred gold to track the cultists back down to their lair and ensure that none of our townsfolk ever get abducted again. Do you have any additional information about where they might be? Well, we we don't really. Uh, Doug, the uh, the shepherd boy, he thought he saw some of the humorless outside of town, but we're not exactly sure where their lair is. No, no, there's not much to go off of. Yet. I feel uh, like that's a lot of extra work that we have to do. Um. So wait, you said that it's like right outside of town, or what? About maybe a mile out, mile out of town. I don't know. I mean, maybe the cultist that you captured knows. I then decide, because I am magic, that I can cast a spell and ask this cultist, well, not ask, find out exactly where their lair is. All right, as which, easily as that. Which spell would you like to, to cast? To I will that? cast the Detect Thoughts spell. Wonderful. So yeah, you. Uh, I guess you're you're going to the. I will go to the, the jail. The jail. Okay. Wonderful. So the uh, the two rough guys that hauled him out, they recognize you. They, they kind of give you a little salute, and they they open the cell. You see the cultist is kind of looking around, and he's like, "Well, what 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 do you want?" And uh, you cast your spell, and uh, you begin to hear very frayed thoughts. Uh, you hear. Oh, uh, you know, I think they're gonna kill me. Uh, what am I gonna do when I go back? They're gonna kill me. I, I, I'm dead either way. It's, it's really, really, uh, really frenetic. Mm. Well, and then what happens next, guys? I mean, do you have anything in like spell-wise that you could use to like persuade him to talk to you? Yes. You probably have high charisma. I do have high charisma. Thank you yeah. for noticing. Um, so charismatic! Oh my god! I didn't, you know, I didn't even need an insight roll to notice that you're that you're really charismatic. Ties. <laughs> um, so I am very charismatic toward this gentleman, <laughs> and he then says. I cannot hold, withhold my knowledge anymore. And he, in a very frantic cry, tells me that he knows where the lair is. 
So, lacing uh, more uh, more enchantment into your words, you uh, you seem to compel him uh, to. His eyes kind of glaze over a little bit. He says, "Our lair is in a cave south of town. It's off the beaten path. There's a gnarled tree. If you make a left, uh, that's that's where the cave is." Uh, so then I ask him, <laughs> "What should be we? What should we be weary of outside of this cave? Are there guards? Are there more cultists? There are more cultists than guards. How can we guard? protect ourselves? Yeah, there, there, there are a couple of traps. Uh, they change every day, so I don't exactly know what they are. Mm. And uh, I think there might be a, a guard or two at the front of the cave. Okay." That's all I know, I swear. I believe you. <laughs> but Daniel's gotta make the decision on whether you live or not. I throw a dagger through his head. Wait, you're at the jail too? I proved <laughs> everyone was going. I thought everyone was going to the, to the jail. He got pooped. He got pooped. <laughs> yeah, I thought everyone was going to the jail. Oh, sure. <laughs> all right. I poofed you all there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you you throw you throw a dagger at him. Uh, Probably very surprised, huh? <laughs> I mean, it's it's very surprising. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty surprising. Uh, you end up uh, throwing it, goes right through his eye, and he collapses to the ground. I go and pick out my dagger very slowly, like the blood doesn't bother me. <laughs> All right. All right, that happens. And then I start walking towards the cave that he told us about. I don't say a word. I just, it's literally dagger throw, drop, pick up the dagger, and walk out. Off to see the Mr. Mayor, village leader, is he still around? <laughs> yeah, uh, he's, he's back in his house, but yeah, he's, he's, okay. he's hanging out. All right, so, so we set the deal with him already, and we're good to go. I think so. Yeah, I think that it's probably best that we get out of here as quickly as possible in light of the fact that we just, for no reason, killed someone. Yeah. <laughs> like, we should probably leave, like, now. So, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's leave. Okay. Let's leave. Yes. Let's leave now. We're like the Suicide Squad. Just like the Suicide Squad. <laughs> cool. So, walking down the path, you see that uh, you're once more entering the thick of the forest. Uh, the path it gets windy and windier and windiest wow, until so you approach a gnarled tree. Uh, the same gnarled tree that matches the description of the one that the cultists that you later killed told you about. Who <laughs> uh, looks like the gnarled tree that comes I have lots of knowledge on nature being from a giant sunflower. Mm. And I read the veins on the tree and notice a button that I press. And so, the tree... Sorry, go ahead. The tree transforms um, into a map. Yeah? Does it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, you, you do notice uh, from your knowledge of nature that the tree has been carved. There's been like carvings in the in the, uh, in exactly. the tree. Exactly. That yeah. are not quite natural. You see that they've been carved almost in, in an arrow that's pointing to the left. We must go to the left. Good tree mapping. Good tree there. mapping. <laughs> 
I go, I go to the left. Awesome. So, uh, a gaping maw of a cave, it yawns before you. Uh, there's subtle scuff marks along the floor that indicate that there's a, a path has been well-traveled uh, into this cave. Uh, is there anything you'd like to do? Is there anyone around? There doesn't seem to be anyone around. Yeah, I'd like to do a perception check for people. Yeah. Alright, so yeah, you, uh, between... Between the five of you, uh, you don't see that there's anyone around. You do, however, see a subtle wire uh, going about a foot off the ground from end to end of the cave. How far are we from the cave? You're, I mean, you're about five feet from it. You're pretty much there. Uh, I back everybody up like 20 feet and then do a dagger right to the wire. What the? F <laughs> dagger. Okay. All right, so the dagger, it like, so you throw your dagger and you feel like you, it's it's the it's such a thin wire. It it just lands about three feet away from it, like three feet into the cave. Uh -oh. Is there water nearby? There is. There's a, a little creek. Okay. Next to the cave. So I'm going to use my shape water cantrip, and I'm going to summon a. Can I like do kind of like a like a shield of water the size of the maw of the cave? You can you can move about a five foot cube of water. Can I spread that five-foot cube so it's thinner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be super thin, but yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Basically, I want to push a wall of water so that it definitely hits the wire. Okay, okay. So yeah, so you... Waving your arms around, you see that the creek begins to... Uh, the water is uh, subverted into the air, and it begins to cover the entire mouth of the cave, and you push it forward, and as soon as it touches the wire, uh, just this... Uh, six or seven arrows shoot out from the side of the cave and embed themselves in the other side of the cave. Shape water. <laughs> I, yeah. walked, I walked through and pick up my dagger on the way in. <laughs> Wait a minute, did that like deactivate the wire? Uh, you think, yeah, you think so. Can I do it again, yeah. just to double check? Sure. Okay, I do the same thing. Okay, yeah, no, nothing happens. Okay, cool, we're good. <laughs> All right, cool. So yeah, so you walk in, uh, you see that uh, it seems like the cave gets a bit narrower uh, the further down you go. Uh, some of you might need to crouch, some of the taller ones of you. Uh, I crouch. You, you do I'm crouch. nine feet tall. You're nine feet tall? Yes, I am, very Ooh. tall. This He's cave very... is not the greatest place for me. <laughs> very tall teeth. So yeah, you, you begin to crouch. Uh, you see that there is a wooden door at the very end of this, uh, very end of this pathway. It's also very dark. Um, uh, gnarly Rosita, it is very difficult for you to see right now. Uh, I'm gonna be in front. I have I have really good dark vision. So do I, and I'm also three foot five. Oh. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Yeah, so I'm gonna be in front. <laughs> What's sense. what what can you turn into besides a brown bear? Uh, a giant toad, a giant spider, and a brown bear. What about like a like a small thing? Giant toad, giant frog. <laughs> what about like bear? a like a fly? <laughs> Can't giant do that. toad, a giant spider, brown bear. Kind of not really like you know how like <laughs> you you're not very much the Swiss Army knife of like you're just <laughs> three things, same thing, <laughs> same purpose. Yeah. Yep. I do have a stick. <laughs> no, not a stick. I have a quarter step. I'm selling my stick short. It's a bit. It's bigger than a stick. All right. Can I? It's a magic stick. 
you go, you're you're more than welcome to go in front. I was just wondering if you could like be a fly and go under, but can we? Can I do a perception perception check to see if I can sense anything behind the door? Yes, you can. So. Kind of looking, inspecting the door, uh, you see, you can maybe see through one of the cracks, you see that there's light in the other room, but you, it doesn't seem like anything is around the door. Mm. There's right. there's a handle on the right. It's a big rung. All right. I grab the handle of the door, and I slowly open it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, so you, there's, a, there's a little creaking sound. You see that the door is very old, uh, but you open it. You're in a perfectly square room. Uh, you see that there are etchings in the walls that seems to be runes. Um, in the far wall, you see that there are um, three horizontal rectangular bars of pale yellow light that hover just above the ground. Uh, in front of each of these lines is a small platform, and at the very top uh, of where the rectangle, the re pale re uh, yellow rectangles are, there are etchings uh, in each of the uh, right, right above each of the platforms. What a nice square room! <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are these etchings? It's, uh, are there any other? Is it just the one door that we came in? Is there any other way out? Uh, no, it, it seems like there's, it's just that room. Or, there, 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 there's no other exit, it's just a far wall, and then there are two walls on the left. Or there's a wall on the left, wall on the right, and then there's the wall that you just came out of through a door. And then, and where... Okay. Wait, what's on the back wall again? <laughs> the, the one that you just, there's a door. No, 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 the front, the back, the, far the one wall. I'm looking right. at. Oh, there are three pale yellow rectangles. Like painted? Light. Oh, oh, light. light. And they're hovering just above, they're on the wall, but they're hovering just above the ground. There's a platform in front of each of them, and on the far wall, closer to the top of the wall, above each of the corresponding rectangles are like etchings. Okay, are there... Is there anything on the ground that looks like it would be on the platforms? Uh, no. Well, if I'm insightful, can I, with my wisdom, <laughs> think that these are options for us? If we decide which one of these to choose, it may lead us to another place? So using your insight, uh, you... You determine that that might not be the case. Uh, you determine that uh, the etchings on the top are not magical of any kind. Okay. They seem to be uh, non-magical. Yeah, they just seem to be. Are they? Words. Are they familiar to any one of us? Uh, they gnarly Rosita. Uh, they are familiar to you. Yay, it my is language. Deep speech. <laughs> deep it's speech? deep speech, the language that I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I go up to the etchings 
and I put my hands on them and I'm feeling them and reading them. So they're um, they're they're very high up on the they're, they're, oh. they're very tall. Oh they're very high up. Yeah. I what? lift her up because I'm not tall. <laughs> okay. Now All right. she can reach them. Yeah, now you can reach them. Right, I'm not so, heavy yet because I'm not in my rage mode. Uh, I'm quite petite. <laughs> I'm reading the etchings and then I get a flashback. And I realize that they are an answer to getting through the room. All right, so yeah. Um, <laughs> So, reading the etchings, uh, you see that they they say, uh, stand on the platform. Stand on the platforms. And, uh... Do I? And then I walk onto the platform? Can I, I motion... you onto the platform. You, yes. Well, you you don't know what it said. Yet. I land with one it. knee down, oh, like... Like a superhero landing? Yes. Alright, So, which, which platform? The left, the middle, or the right? The middle. Alright, so you land on the middle platform. What are, you, what are you doing on the platform? I read the language that I understand and know deep within my heart. Really? And you notice that as Gnarly Rosita is speaking, the yellow line that's in front of her, it's moving up and down. It recognizes me. Like... <laughs> and then as soon as she stops talking, it, it's, it goes back to the bottom. And um, it just stops. Can you put me on one of the platforms? Yes. Um, I go on the... You're not a bear, are you? No, I'm okay. a, no, I'm a, I'm a slimy slime. Slime. Sorry, okay. the platforms are only slightly raised above the ground. I oh. forgot to mention you don't oh. have to <laughs> I was picturing, like, these, like, Roman pillars. No, 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 no. I think it's like where the stage is now compared to where the floor is there. Got it. Oh, so okay. just hop on up Yeah, there. I hop on you up can. there. All right, that happens. Um, and I say to Gnarly, let's recite something together and see what happens, because it seems like these things respond to talking. So let's say together, do, do you, you know, know the, the At that, you know, at that tone and everything, uh, they, the, the two lines in front of you, uh, they're raising, they seem to be raising and lowering. Um, Johan, your knowledge of music, you, uh, you, you notice that the, they're raising and lowering at their pitch. I, oh my god. Uh, you notice that, um, Maureen, I'm sorry, what's your character's name? Zob. You notice that Zob, uh, when she is speaking, uh, as soon as the rectangle begins to lower to the ground, it glows blue for a second. Mm. Uh, you notice that Gnarly Rosita's, uh, as she's speaking, at the height of her pitch, pitch it, uh, it glows blue for a second, and then it goes, goes back down. Huh. So we've got to create a triad, guys. <laughs> 
Oh. You've, got hold, you've got to hold down the bass. Because when you talk slash sing, the blue light goes on down at the bottom. And you know what gnomes are known for? They're low, low voices. <laughs> and you've got to be up high because the blue mm -hmm. light is up high for you. So I'm going to stand in the middle one and be somewhere in the middle of you two. All right. So we've got to get this together. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> Here we go. rectangles begin to vibrate, they all begin to glow blue at the same time, even Shut though your down. chord was in first inversion, <laughs> and you... Musicians be like... You see, they, uh, they, they start shaking and the wall begins to slowly rise up the far wall. You see that there's like a lot of rumbling and uh, you know rocks are beginning to just kind of tumble Shit a little is bit. going down. And you see that uh, the <laughs> it uh, slides completely upward, revealing a room roughly the same size, uh, but with pillars <laughs> holding up the ceiling. You see that the room is full of people. Uh, these people seem to be the citizens of Rosenshire that have been abducted. Oh no! Wow! Uh, they're tied up and gagged, and half of them seem to be knocked out. Oh! They're gagged. <laughs> yeah. oh. I do a perception check for unfriendly-looking people in the in the mix of people. All right. Uh, it seems like uh, it seems like the like a few of them look a little more wary of what's happening than the others. Meaning they seem like they're in charge. No, no, they definitely don't seem like they're in charge. But they're they they're, they're like us. looking around a lot. Hmm. Uh. Well, I'm not in charge, right? But like, do they seem like they're? Are they are they killables? The villagers? No, no, no. I thought that's what I'm. So I'm asking if there are like any guards, like or anyone, like. No, they're all they're all dressed up in like the same kind of villagery garb. Cool. So these are all village people from Rosenshire that we have to protect, <laughs> slash save. One of them uh, kind of looks up and he kind of tries to make eye contact with any of you. Uh, all right, it makes it all right. <laughs> all right, yeah. You see, he uh, <laughs> so he makes eye contact with you, and he just starts, you know, kind of moving his head around. And he's like, oh, they're gagged. I forgot they were gagged. Oh. Yeah. Um, so I start ungagging them. I think no. I think we like <laughs> leave them gagged, right? <laughs> yeah. No. It's, it's, is this room booby trapped? Like not, or she? Can I? Can I do? Now I know that I don't have this as a skill, I'm but I'm gonna. Do you have trap sense? No. I'm gonna roll to see. I'm gonna see if there's any traps. I'd also like to do that. All right, wonderful. So uh, between the two of you, you kind of you inspect the room first. Uh, you see that it doesn't look like there are any traps. Um, you notice that uh, there's a part of, like, around the left pillar that has, like, it looks a little collapsed. 
uh, and there's like just kind of wooden planks covering it, and mm-hmm. like a big tarp. Is it like in a, it's a shitty room way, or is it in like a menacing way? <laughs> it's like a shitty room way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just start ungagging everyone. All right, so yeah, um, and I'm bounding them. It's it's not. I'm I'm not just letting them talk. I'm then leaving them. <laughs> Wait a minute. Can we? Can we? Can we talk to the? Can we? Because I feel like if we ungag everybody at once, it's going to get real loud, and we're not going to figure out what's going on. So no, no, no. Hear me out. Can we ungag one person? Ask him what's going on, and then in like thirty seconds, ungag ungag everybody. <laughs> sure. Okay. Hey man, what's up? <laughs> All right. So you you, you take the. <laughs> Uh, oh man, it was horrible. They they uh, they took us. They beat us. They killed some of us. Uh, it's it's terrible. You gotta get us out of here. Where are they? They left. They're on their way back, though. I think. Oh. Okay. How many of them are there? A ton. A lot. Like. Is there? At is least there, more than ten. Is there water anywhere in here? No, there is no water. <laughs> We're My insightfulness right says that we should get out of here quick. <laughs> One, because that pillar looks a little sketch. It might fall. And two, because there are a ton of folks coming. You notice that a few of the villagers are beginning to stand. You also notice that they are not bound. I thought this was going to happen. I knew that something that was going to happen. What does that accomplish? <laughs> Nothing. All right. Dagger to one of the standing guys' heads. Okay. It's uh, <laughs> a little. You said two of the two of them. Uh, like. Or a few of them. Like uh, like three or four. Three How or four close are they? They're, they're they're you guys are in the center of the huddled mass, so they seem to be all around you. Hmm. So, uh, hold on. Alright, so you did throw a dagger. It hits um, the shoulder of uh, one of the people standing up. You did notice that he was bound. Uh, so you kind of hit him. Did I not roll well? He just starts, he just starts oh, no. writhing in pain. He collapses to the ground. And he's just oh, like, no. oh, he's still gagged. But you, yeah. Um, <laughs> And then I, in defense of my teammate, cast a spell on that guy called the Touch of Laughter, which makes his dagger shoulder hilarious to me. That actually is a spell that he has. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, he yeah. You you walk over. You strum a, a chord on the cello. Bacello. Bacello, yeah. Uh, and he begins this. giggling a lot. Uh, you know, he's he's staring, his tears kind of streaming from his eyes, and he just starts giggling. Uh, yeah, he starts laughing a lot. Uh, you see, everyone's attention seems to be drawn there. Uh, all the you see the villagers begin to wake up. Uh, you see, some of them uh, are looking around, very wide-eyed. And uh, a couple of them are trying. They seem to be trying to speak. Um, I think that we should probably. Okay, so let's say that the the cultists all come back at once. I 
feel like if we unbound, like untie everybody mm. and just kind of like force them through the opening, we'll overwhelm them with just numbers. Well, there are some of them that are not bound and not gagged. So we, so they're bad guys. I feel like we're gonna be hurt soon. I, are I. Can I turn into a spider? Yeah. All right. I turn into a spider. Is there enough room for you to turn into a spider in here? <laughs> you know. She's gonna make. Because then you could climb on the wall. Well, and I can throw webs at people. Yeah. I'm also gonna dash, grab my dagger from that I fed, that I missed the first person with, and then I basically want to grapple someone and get a dagger right to their throat. One of the standing people. One of the people that I think is a bad person. I am. I'm, I turn into a spider. Can I? Who's the scariest? Uh, there, there is a villager that uh, you see is, he's not bound. He's actually drawing a knife. Uh, okay. He kind of looks the scariest. That guy, I, so I'm a spider, right? Yep. Okay, <laughs> I throw, I like spit a web at him. Okay. Um, the, they have to do a DC 12 strength check. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you spit your web at him, uh, and you see he kind of binds his arms to his sides for a second, but you see he kind of makes some quick knife work, oh, and he cuts through it. And uh, he's like, NOW! And uh, you see a few more of the villagers all stand up, and they are not villagers! They kind of tear the rags off of their bodies, and you see that they're wearing these, you know, uh, it looks like uh, charred hides of various animals, or, or people maybe, you're not sure. Uh, and you see that there's uh, a man that uh, you see that the, the rubble behind you and the floorboards they kind of kick out and you see a man kind of strolls out he's got a big robe on it seems very ornate uh, and he's got a, a dagger in one hand and a wand in the other and uh, he says I dedicate these deaths to Abrigel, bringer of despair and destroyer of humor <laughs> you may surprise round if you I'm going to surprise around the shit out of that guy because I hate authority figures. <laughs> so I'm going to throw I'm going to throw two daggers at him. All right. Um, okay. So you All right. So one of them is a critical failure. <laughs> uh, so that dagger goes into the the same guy that you threw the dagger at before. <laughs> Is he still laughing at least? Not anymore, he's dead. <laughs> uh, oh. The other one hits him though. Wait, 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 but isn't it... It's not an advantage? <laughs> it is. That was the advantage. <laughs> I rolled too fuck! It was really bad. Uh, but the other dagger... The critical hit! It just keeps getting better. That's why you throw two daggers. That's why. <laughs> Cover your bases. Yeah. Damn. So yeah, your dagger, it tumbles end over end, and you see it seems to strike him in the, uh, in the, uh, in a kidney. And, uh, it, for... 27 damage. Uh, you see, he clutches Assassin. his side. Does anyone else want to do anything before combat starts? Um, can I... Get one thing. I'm gonna fight him. There are... Which, which one? The main guy. So there are cultists everywhere around you. Yeah, but I'm a giant spider. Yeah. You I feel wanna... like if you... You feel like if you move up, that might be any everything you can do. 
Can I spit a web at him again? Yeah. I'm going to do that. Alright. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, just... Alright, yeah. I so, do that. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, you, you spit your web, uh, you see it uh, it entangles him, you see uh, he's clutching his, the wound in his side, and uh, you see he just fa he falls to the ground because he's entangled in webs. Hmm. Would you like to... Uh, um... Can I cast a sleeping curse on everybody that's within 20 feet from me, except yes, the boss guy? Uh, yes, you can, because he's outside of the, the 20 feet. Yeah. Does, that, does that put us to sleep? Yes. No. <laughs> so, playing your melody. Are we gonna what? He can't change his mind? Oh, no, you, you can. You, you, don't, you don't have to do that. You don't want to. <laughs> Daniel stays awake, everybody else falls asleep. Uh, well, we will see. You gotta help me out with the dags, bruh. I'm a big fucking spider! <laughs> You've already helped, you you bound him with your web. And I stupidly cast the sleeping curse. <laughs> okay, so, uh, Maureen, you're still awake. Uh, Rob, you are definitely still awake. So, Tom. You feel your eyelids are growing a little heavy. Uh, are you very sleepy? <laughs> you begin to nod your head off a little bit, and you you feel very sleepy. You you fall asleep. Uh, Gnarly Rosita, you begin to feel a similar effect, uh, and that your eyelids grow very heavy, and uh, you 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 fall to the ground asleep. Uh, you see, many of the cultists actually all begin to fall asleep as well. Oh, that's good. And all of the villagers fall asleep. Daniel, you win some, you yeah. win some. You also fall asleep. <laughs> you and me! You and me! We got this! Um, so... I, oh, I don't um, sleep. You, not naturally. But like, it's a curse. It's a magical, magical slumber. It's a spell. The the Bacello, it's got you. you. You find that the dulcet tones of Johan's voice are just very uh, compelling. Just wanted to give you an example. Using your insight, you do know that the spell wears off if anyone tries to wake the people that are sleeping. I do know that. You do. So, so you um, need. I ask. Talked. Zop. Zop. I ask Zop because she's still a spider. Yes. To use her eight legs to wake up <laughs> our team with her eight legs. I do that. And you do. I, I I like I. Can I understand him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like I like I like to like to like give him the the yeah. <laughs> and then I uh I I balance on four of my legs <laughs> and I like nudge these guys. Yep. Yeah. All right. That happens. Uh, you, <laughs> the three of you feel uh. A, like a shaking and someone's shaking you. You look up, you see a giant spider is standing up before you, <laughs> you with uh, each of its its many legs. <laughs> and it's many. balancing on 
the, the bottom four, the back four? The side four. The side four. Oh, okay. So you're... That's skill. All right. Yeah, it's very impressive. Yes. Uh, you see in the meantime uh, a few of the cultists that had not um, fallen, fallen to under. your spell. They uh, One of them attacks, uh, attacks you with a dagger. He misses. The other one, however, seems to strike a critical area in your body. Uh, and you take nine damage, but you're fine. No, I'm fine. Uh, you, yeah, you, f- you feel you feel okay. Uh, you see the uh, the leader. Uh, he yeah, he was the main guy. What have we done? Nothing. You see, He's he kind of does some work, and he breaks free of the webs. Nah. Uh, and he stands up. He's like, "Not so fast, adventurers!" <laughs> and uh, he raises his wand in the air, and you see that a big pulse of purple energy. Uh, it, it flares out, uh, and it, you see everyone in the room begins to uh, to vomit. Oh. Uh, oh my god! You see, even some of uh, the cultists begin to vomit, though some of them are wearing these amulets where uh, the amulets flash as the wave hits them, and uh, they seem to be okay. But all the villagers, they start vomiting, but they're gagged, so it's like really gross. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, we should have ungagged everybody, that was a mistake. <laughs> Actually, you're all fine. Okay. Oh. Uh, so, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, that would make it... Uh, Gnarly Rosita, it is your turn. I am taking this opportunity to become the biggest me I can be, and I'm going to utilize my rage power and, awesome. and turn into the barbarian fighter for my clan. Awesome. Yeah. So flying into a rage, you see Gnarly Rosita, uh, you know, everything about her becomes twice as big. Uh, You know, she grips uh, this mighty battle axe one-handed with the strength of two hands. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, I'm guessing you're, you're going over to occultist. There, there are cultists everywhere. Right? There are cultists everywhere, and they're all coming at me. So I jump in the air, and with the power of all that I have, I slice through them. Awesome. So yeah, you do manage, you seem to roll a, a critical hit on this cultist. Nice. Uh, and you... Oh, jeez. Yeah, you just decapitate him. You jump in the air, and with a mighty swing, you part him from shoulders. Blood splurting in the air, and the body falls to the knees and then falls to the ground in a very um, action movie-esque way. Uh, So are people still vomiting? People are still vomiting. Can I help people out with that? Does that count as water? (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Maybe? Maybe <laughs> some of gr- it does. I'm gonna be gross for a second. Can the not chunky vomit oh. count as water? Some, yeah. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. Um, Daniel, it is your turn. Daggers to the main guy. Alright. Oh fuck, I'm a spider! Never mind. <laughs> So as you begin to throw your daggers, uh, you see that there's a cultist next to you that seems to uh, see an attack of opportunity, if you will. Yeah. And uh, he goes to stab at you with his knife, uh, and he does so. And you take 10 damage. 
as All it right. uh, seems to make a nasty cut along your side. Alright. Uh, so, but you do throw both of your daggers. Uh, one of them is a critical hit. The other misses, but one of them is a critical hit again. Woo! Uh, which is awesome. Yeah, fucking boy. Or lady. Julie. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Julie. Julie, sorry. For 21 damage Woo! as the dagger sinks into his eye. Uh, you see he falls to the ground and he's just clutching his eye and he pulls the dagger out. He's like, no! Uh, <laughs> Oh no, sorry, uh, Thomas. Uh, I charge a mace in my right, long sword in my left. I go overhead with the mace. Okay, at, uh, at one the of the leader cultists. Alright, so as you as you begin to step forward, you see that there are cultists everywhere. They all begin to stab at you. Uh, That's not nice. Uh, see, as, as you begin to, to leave, uh, as you begin to just move through them, they're all kind of trying to poke you with the daggers. Uh, you actually manage to deflect two of them, four of them, Whoa. five of them, Whoa. with your longsword and it's like Christmas. You just deflect five with your longsword and your mace. Your prowess is just too good for these cultists. Uh, and you walk up to this uh, the leader, and. You see, he manages to duck out of the way of your mace, but your longsword does make contact with him. Uh, first, uh, uh, 11 damage! Uh, you see part of his arm, uh, cave in his right shoulder, oh. and he drops the knife he was holding. And, uh, he's not holding a knife anymore, are you? <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, <laughs> uh, so then with my suggestive Bacello powers, I suggest to the lead occultist to further damage himself by ripping off his own arm. So, Whoa. Mm, you feel like, you feel like you can't force people to hurt themselves with <laughs> the spell. Can he force people to hurt others? Yes. Then I encourage the occult folks to hurt their own leader. Okay, so using your insight, you know that you can only affect one person with this spell. Uh, one of the strongest guys. One of the strongest occult guys. So yeah, you, you look over, uh, you see that uh, you begin playing this tune and singing about... Uh, yeah, how uh, how he should hurt uh, his allies. His uh, his leader. His leader. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you see, uh, he uh, his eyes kind of blaze over a bit, and he takes his knife and he just runs at the leader, and uh, he scores a critical hit. Yes. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. He actually cuts the guy's throat. Uh, yeah, so you see the leader begins gurgling and he falls to the ground. Um, he, you see the other cultists, uh, they all look in horror at this uh, one of their friends who now seems to shake off the effect of the spell and he's like, oh no, what have I done? And Maureen, uh, <laughs> um, it is Zabk, it is your turn. Um, are they, even though the leader's dead, are they still like... Oh yeah. Okay. 
Um, so, let me pull up my thing. Um, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to bite the one closest to me. All right, cool. So, yeah, that's, um, yeah, no, it's not a critical hit. Okay. But yeah. Okay, so the damage is 1d8 plus 3, and then 2d8 poison damage. If they fail a DC 11 con save. They did fail. Uh, so yeah, you, you scuttle up to the nearest cultist. You don't have to scuttle much because it, he's, uh, he's right there. Uh, and you, uh, you bite into him, and you, uh, you use your, the venom sacks in your mouth to inject some, some venom into him. You see he starts convulsing on the ground. Uh, you feel like he, uh, he might be poisoned pretty badly. Uh, the other cultists, however, they all kind of turn to you guys. Uh, one takes a swipe at the uh, Rob with his dagger. You have, you however, managed to duck out of the oh, way. I'm great. Uh, Gnarly Rosita, you see a cultist run up to you and uh, begin to, you know, he's got a big club and he swings it at you, but you manage to block it with your axe and you kind of toss it aside and rip it from his, uh, from his hands. Uh, another cultist, they all roll poorly. Uh, they all miss you. They all miss you. All the cultists miss you. All the cultists miss you. Uh, <laughs> Y'all suck. Uh, Tom, it is your turn. <laughs> um, there's one near me, right? There's... Yes, yes, uh, there is. Give him a little stab, stab. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, you, uh, yeah, with with uh, with the sword. With your sword. Okay, your long sword. sword you see, you. Wow. All right. So yeah, you manage to raise your long sword high, and you bring it down in a in an arc. It just cl- he's cleft in twain. And uh, you see the two halves kind of fall to the ground. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, you see the other cultists. Uh, you see one of them that was wearing the that was wearing one of those amulets. Uh, he kind of goes up to the leader and he uh, he picks up the wand, and uh, he's like, "This will do!" And he drives it into his chest. And uh, you see that the wand it begins to glow this red. And uh, there's a loud thump thumping, uh, which grows. You see all the cultists, they just, like, fall to the ground, uh, dead. You see that uh, the light in the room, it, uh, it grows dim, as if all light was being choked. And uh, out of the gaping wound in the, uh, that cultist's chest, there's this fountain of dark ichor. Uh, this oil, it, uh, this inky fluid, it eats away at the body until nothing remains, and then the room begins to shake, and cracks begin to appear in the sides of the, uh, in the sides of the walls. Oh no! Uh, we, I quickly start unbounding and ungagging people and get as many people as we can out. Yeah. Yeah. Can I like? Uh, can I? Can I use like my legs to untie people, or is that? You feel like you you don't have fingers. I'm myself. Okay. <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh, yeah. You. Sorry. What would you like? How minor is the minor wonder of thaumaturgy? Thom- you could, um, you could probably like tie or untie people's shoelaces or maybe rope if you wanted. It's up to you. I would like to untie and ungag. All the villagers. Okay, so you you feel like you only have enough to, to do one of those things. I would like to untie them so okay. that they can move. 
So yeah, you get about five or six villagers, you kind of uh, start playing on your basello, and uh, all of the knots come undone for at least five or six of the villagers. The four of you manage to... Is that a cantrip? Yes. Do Keep doing it. Yes, I'm going <laughs> to yeah. do that for five or six more villagers. Yeah, he, well, he's doing it a oh, bunch, okay, cool. he manages okay. to get five or six of them. I am doing that. Uh, between the, the four, the remaining four of you, you manage to you know cut the rest of the villagers loose. Uh, they're all awake now because they were vomiting. And uh, so they, they all, everyone runs out. Uh, you see that, you know, there's an old man that kind of trips a little bit, but, uh, uh, you know, I guess. Can I grab him? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So you, you haul him over your shoulder. Okay, yeah, haul him over your shoulder. It's okay, so, yeah. gotcha, buddy. Yeah, so you, you, all, you all manage to run out, and uh, you, you see that there's yet another huzzah as uh, the villagers, well, they ungag themselves and they spit all the vomit out. But then there's a loud huzzah, and they, uh... They, yeah, they, they. Uh, yeah, so you get back to the village. Uh, you see that the, uh, the cave completely collapses in on itself. Uh, you see that there's a big cloud of dust that comes out. Um, but oddly, you don't see any trace of anything else. Uh, you're not exactly sure what happened in that, in that cave. Uh, but you get back to the, uh, to the leader. The, uh, the village elder, and he's like, Oh, thank you so much for saving us. Uh, we, we can pay you each a hundred gold. And he, you know, he brings out these little sacks of gold and he gives them to each of you. And uh, he says, Oh, well, hopefully that's the last we'll see of, of the humorless. Uh, thank you so much, adventurers. Thank you for helping us. But did the humorless's ritual actually do anything? What will become of Rosenshire if Abrigel has been freed? Find out possibly next time on Scappy Quest. Well, uh, before we go, I'd like to take 10 seconds each because we really got to finish. But I want to just quick, if y'all could like tell people where people can find your stuff, like social media kind of pluggy kind of things, but quickly. You can find me on Instagram at natglitterkink or natmadrid.com. Uh, I'm on most social media platforms as Tom Bailey underscore tenor. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Larab Payton or on Instagram at Rob with two B's Payton. And um, Larab also does Musical Activists of Chicago. Yes, find Check Musical that out Activists on Facebook. Uh, on Facebook, Musical Activists of Chi. Cool. Um, well, thank you all so much for listening. I've been Daniel Johansson. I continue to be Maureen Smith. Thank you so much, Tyler Lee. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> heard tonight there are a lot of ways that you can keep up with us uh the first way you can do that is head over to our website that's scopymag.com we post all of our recent uh podcast episodes there um and we have all of our articles there as well uh you can keep up with us on social media uh under facebook scopy magazine instagram and twitter at scopy mag um we are in the middle of a three-month performance series this is our second month uh we are every thursday night here at redline tap uh and every tuesday night we're down in pilsen at um nightcap coffee bar uh, so keep posted. Head over to Facebook to see all of our events. We've got some really great stuff planned. Um, and as always, I'm here to emphasize the importance of donations. Uh, we run on a shoestring budget. Literally everything that we have done up to this point, we have only been able to do because of your generosity specifically. Um, and um, But we need more help because we are trying to do more. We're trying to do bigger. Um, 
So if you like what we're doing and you're in a position that you are able to give, you can go to our website, scopymag.com, go to our about section. Um, you, can, you can become a monthly subscriber uh, for as little as $5 a month. And actually, now through August 1st, if you become a monthly subscriber, you are entered in a contest to win a free copy of Ross Crean's new opera, The Great God Pan, and Gross. also have dinner with him. Yes. Oh. So that's li for as little as five dollars. For month. as little wow. as five dollars a month. Wow. So um, head to our website to be considered for that really awesome prize. Yep. Or you can do a one-time donation, and if you consent to us having your address, we will send you a handwritten thank you note. Um, so yeah, uh, give a little, give a lot, and if you can't give, then listen, participate, and share. Cool. Thanks again so much for listening. Go out and make something. Yep. <laughs>